Hey, it's the Post Game Report Podcast. I'm Paul Allen with Pete Bursich. We call games on KFAN and the Minnesota Vikings Radio Network. And uh, we had a lot of fun today with uh, the Minnesota Vikings starting the 2022 season with a convincing 23-7 victory over the Green Bay Packers. And uh, Justin Jefferson had a single-game career-high 184, had two more touchdowns at U.S. Bank Stadium against Green Bay. But let's begin with Green Bay's first offensive play because Aaron Rodgers down 7-0 from his own 25. He went deep to that NDSU rookie, Christian Watson, who got behind Patrick Peterson, and Watson went Troy Williamson on it, and he dropped it. I'm not kidding you, man. You know more about it than me. If he catches that and then the game is tied, it the whole thing might have been different. Oh, they, the whole thing would have been completely different, and that kind of goes to the saying, I'd rather be lucky than good. Now, the, we knew the Packers were banged up coming into this game. That's why – going into it it was we got to capitalize on it you you're missing out they're missing alan lazard right which isn't a huge deal but with the departure of Devonte adams you know you're looking at sammy watkins amari rogers randall cobb and then the rookies dobbs and watson who you know who, who's rogers gonna throw the football to so you also have bakhtiari out and then you also had elton jenkins out and the elton jenkins out was big because it brought Jake Hansen, the rookie in at guard, moved Royce Newman, who started 15 games at guard last year over to right tackle. Protection was not stellar, and Zadarius Smith really took advantage of I mean, the physicality of Zadarius Smith, the attitude that he, I think, is bringing with him, going against his old team, keeping pressure on the quarterback. Rodgers is going to feel this one tomorrow morning. It's hard to be physical with Rodgers, and the Vikings were absolutely physical with him today. One of the four sacks on HOF to be Aaron Rodgers came the way of Jordan Hicks, who had four last year for the Arizona Cardinals. He was on that uh, 2017 Philadelphia Eagles team that uh, won the Super Bowl here at U.S. Bank Stadium, but he didn't play in the game because he got hurt earlier that season. But uh, I know you and Ben Lieber have been bullish on Jordan Hicks complimenting Eric Kendricks and playing this 3-4 base and the Vikings playing a th- running a 3-4 as the base, they're doing so for the first time in 40 years. But uh, Jordan Hicks overall, what do you think? You know, I, I think he's he's a great accent to this defense. He's experienced. I saw. I remember a couple plays, one of which was a bunch formation and Randall Cobb hooking up over the first down you know, marker and you know Hicks getting himself right on there. Some great coverage. Um, he's fast. He's a very good blitzer. Uh, he's a veteran. He's, he, he doesn't miss a lot of football games. He's been extremely healthy his entire career. And so, if you know, the only thing that he's not is a guy that's 265 pounds and is going to knock every running back backwards. But I'll tell you what, he makes up for it in every other way. Having that experience of Kendricks and Hicks right next to each other is good. It's good because you have a kind of a young secondary. You're going to have a, you know, a younger safety, young, at least one or two younger corners out there. So to have that, to bring that in, and again, that's the attitude part of it, right? Hicks has never been here before. He doesn't know. He doesn't know what it's like to, you know, to, to, to play the Packers and how they, you know, you hold them, you get back into it, and then you you let them back in, and and so a different attitude across the board with this team today, Paul. Now there are no perfect games in the National Football League. However, the the Minnesota Vikings had 126 rushing yards. 
I think in very quiet fashion. I mean, Dalvin had 90, Alexander Madison had 38, and uh, that complemented Cousins' 277 passing yards. But for Kirk, 8.7 on the yards per attempt. That's absolutely fantastic. Passer rating was nearly 119. Offensively, uh, the story of the game, Justin Jefferson, a career high for a single game of 184 yards. He has four touchdowns in his last two games against Green Bay at U.S. Bank Stadium. Uh, seriously, whether it's Eric Stokes, Jair Alexander, Rasul Douglas, whether they double him, Kirk Cousins told Ben Lieber after the game, you know, what's great about J.J. having that big game is the coverage that he was facing and the protection added up to Kirk, giving J.J. time to run away from that coverage. I mean, Justin Jefferson, holy cow. Right, and, and I think I think what's going to happen now is that teams are going to look at that film and say, we've got to get to the quarterback. If we give this, if we give Cousins time, and we've said this before, Cousins, if you give him time, is as accurate and as strong-armed as any quarterback in the league. And, you know, you even go back to the, the Green Bay-Minnesota game here last year, J.J. and those deep crossing routes, I mean, he, they just I – mean, really, Stokes just turned him loose on that play. I mean, he, he ran a post and, and turned that really into a crossing route, and they just turned – I mean, there wasn't, a, there wasn't a defender within 15 yards of him when he caught that ball – one of the big passes that he caught today. And how do you do that? That's like turning Randy Moss loose, right? He's, he's the number one weapon of this Vikings offense, and you're just going to let him run free in the back end? I mean, that's, that's crazy. I mean, we benefited. There were some wide-open receivers through all throughout this game, but our pass rush made up for it. Our pass rush came through for the Packers. It was completely the opposite. All right, let uh, let the record show five and a half minutes into the first post-game report podcast of the 2022 regular season. We have a legitimate Justin Jefferson, Randy Moss comparison. But you know what? I say legitimate because J.J. came into the game as the only receiver in the history of the NFL with more than 3,000 receiving yards through his first two seasons. The crowd loves him. You know, he, he has the cachet through, uh, his, uh, through uh, this part of his career. He was drafted in that 2020, that 2020 wide receiver draft, which uh, quite honestly is the best in the history of the NFL. And uh, all the accolades that come the way of J.J. are absolutely uh, earned by number 18. Kevin O'Connell, coach of the Minnesota Vikings, he was coaching his first game as head coach, and he got the W. Let's hear from KOC. All righty. Well, uh, you know, first off, very, very excited um, about our team's performance today. Uh, coaching staff, players, um, all three phases. Uh, we set out a long time ago um, on this journey um, from the off-season program uh, into training camp, uh, all the way through this last couple weeks of preparation, uh, with a mindset on today. And uh, everything we did uh, has been focused on not only today, but. 16 more weeks and opportunities moving forward. And uh, as a first-time head coach, you know, to, to get to talk to the team last night and, and, and really try to give them as much clarity of what we were looking for today um, and then watch them take that plan and uh, bring it to fruition. Um, I don't know if I've, you know, had a, uh, you know, a more gratifying moment just because of the looks on their faces, just because of the looks on our players' and coaches' faces. And, um, you know, there's a lot of things I can for sure be better at uh, than I was today, but first time, first time out, um, I do know one thing. I love this team, and I love this coaching staff, and the guys I get to uh, do this with every day. Greg Joseph, uh, Vikings kicker, five for five, three for three on field goals, including one from 56, which is a career long. 
We're one into it, but he looks super reliable. He does. And, and you know, special teams, we know kind of going into this, Matt Daniels taking over as special teams coach. You bring in Jalen Rager uh, to shore up that, that punt return. You still have Kane Wanwu. You know, so if you miss hit a ball and, and you kick that thing short, he's going to make you pay for it more often than not. So from a special team standpoint, Ryan Wright doing a great job. I mean, you know, his first game, first NFL appearance, did, I think, a phenomenal job. Uh, drew a penalty for running into the kicker. Special teams is solid today, Paul, and you needed two of the three phases at least to win, and we did that. I, I just love – you go back to that offense, I think – for this offense to have not really played much in the preseason at all, most of them, you know, a lot of those guys hadn't played at all, and to come out and execute the way that they did. And they executed the hard count. They executed the hurry up. And I love the idea of, of hurry, you know, getting a big run, hurrying up to the line, line of scrimmage, play faking because that's going to slow down the pass rush, you know, and then hitting J.J. deep. I mean, everything was calculated. Everything was done for an express purpose that's planning right and the players know that they get excited about that because they're they're just waiting to see that next game plan because they want to see and they know if they buy into this and go out in the field and execute it they're going to have success so you know for Kevin O'Connell um, that this was more than just a win right this was more than just being one and oh going into week two this was Yes, we believe in what you're doing. We believe in the plays and calls that you're making. And that confidence is, is building. And hopefully, you know, for Kevin O'Connell, you know, he has he has A down. You know, you played a defense that hadn't seen anything of what you were doing. Well, you're going to play next week. So I hope he has the B, you know, the counterpunch to a lot of the things that we saw today. All right, a couple of quickies to close here. Pete Bursich, analyst, Vikings Radio Network, and I'm Paul Allen. This is the Post Game Report podcast. If you uh, look at the stats, you'll see Jordan Hicks had 14 tackles, uh, leading everybody in the game. Ten clear of Eric Hendricks, by the way, uh, as the 3-4 defense and, like, who's going to get all the tackles and stuff like that starts to sort itself out. But if you go markedly deeper in the Vikings' defensive stats and you didn't watch the game, you'd be like, all right, Zadarius Smith, the former Packer, Two tackles, one sack. Yeah, I might have just had a nondescript game. I mean, you, you played linebacker in the NFL, and you coached linebackers for half a decade. Talk about how he truly impacted the game. Yeah, he was, he was, Paul, he was – he impacted the game on a number, of, a number of levels. Number one, early on in this game, he had a lot of juice – at, at pass rush, and I think it took Daniil Hunter just a little bit, a little while to get the timing back down. And there's a lot, there's a lot in pass rush in the pass rush world with the techniques and timing. Timing's huge, and I think it just took him a little while to get in there. But the physicality is Darius Smith. You know, we talked about it all off season. He's an unbelievable interior pass rusher on third down. And when he jumped in, hit that gap, and AJ Dillon tried to step up to block him. And he, I mean, he just dumped them. Those guys are going to see that on film tomorrow. If they, if they didn't see it happen firsthand, they're going to see that on film tomorrow, and they're all going to go, wow, that guy is bringing it. We need to up our game. And therefore, the physical, and that's what a 3-4 is. And Donatello has talked about it, right? He's talked about it going into the season. It's about setting the edge. It's about being physical up front. I saw a lot of really good things out of Harrison Phillips, the pursuit, the effort, Dalvin Tomlinson, Waving guys off, saying, "No, no, no! I want to stay in here. I want to, you know, I want to keep playing." So, you know, 
the the secondary, Shannon Sullivan, I thought had a did did some really nice things today. Cameron Dantzler, you got to find a way again to stay on the field, man. You know, he was the only one cramping up. Everybody else got through, so you got to find a way to get through that. Cameron Bynum maybe didn't show up in a stat sheet, but wasn't vac- You know, didn't didn't show any holes or vacancies, so to speak. Caleb Evans got a few snaps um, outside that first play. Patrick Peterson, I thought, played well too. So. A lot to build on defensively, Paul. A lot to build on and looking forward because this this Eagles team we're going to play next, they want to run the football. This is a tough place to play and a very physical team, so they're going to have their work cut out for them. And finally, Pete and I have called games together for a decade and a half. Uh, He made his debut in 2007. So we've seen a lot of Vikings games where the team has been leading by 14, 17, 20 points. Then in like the third quarter or maybe early in the fourth, things start to get a little wonky. They start to get a little topsy-turvy. And quite honestly, there are many times we have not been able to stop that momentum flow from the adversary. Well, that happened today. Things started to get a little goofy. Green Bay scored, made it a 13-point game, but that was not the case today. They took the punch, and they threw an uppercut, and down goes everything green and gold. It's What was different, what I think, was the play of Aaron Rodgers, Paul. A couple of things. I think you saw the physicality with Rodgers. The sacks weren't just dragging him down and barely getting him down by his jersey. They were, they were hits, and he took a lot of hits, and he was not himself. Now, I know the fans walking out of here, the Green Bay faithful are going to say, well, he didn't have anyone to throw it to. You know, he's not, you know, they're not on the same page with Dobbs, and Watson had the big drop, et cetera, et cetera. I agree. I think that one scramble that ended up being a sack, um, maybe the DJ Wanham sack, yeah, the receiver's – got to get that feel for when you just turn everything vertically when when Rodgers is buying time with his feet but the physicality of the pass rush I think took Aaron Rodgers out of what he wanted to do more so than him just not having the experience at that position you know really for the end of the game great job that's Pete Bursich analyzes football for KFAN and the Vikings radio network and I'm Paul Allen very excited for a Tuesday film taping that we do every week with head coach Kevin O'Connell and Pete Bursich, and you'll be able to see the result of that right here at Vikings.com. Minnesota beat Green Bay to begin the 2022 season. The final score, 23-7. to That's the Post Game Report podcast. Thanks for listening.